What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to the Four Sideball Podcast. You're tuning in with your boy Rich, and I'm here with my buddies Tom and JD, and we're about to get this thing started. Let's go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new episode for everybody. We are at 143 now. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing good, Rich. How you doing? Doing all right, man. It's a little under weather. Uh, like being the cold. Not sure where yeah. this came from. I've had it, man. Yeah, I'm not sure where this came from, man. I don't know if I touched something. Somebody had a cold or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I got I got something like towards the end of last week, and I'm still still got that head cold cough thing going on. Yeah, but you know, you know, you know that when you like get the feeling that you're feeling. A cold is coming on. I immediately start mm-hmm. taking some medicine just in, just in case. So uh, to just beat it off before it even gets here. But uh, yeah, still I got, I got like a little head uh, like stuffiness. So yeah, it's the worst, especially in the summer times. You feel like you know shouldn't shouldn't be having these right now, and and uh, you know you're you're full of them come to, come December, you know January, February. But uh, I feel like in the summertime that shouldn't shouldn't have a cold or a cough or anything like that. Nah, man. But here, but here we are. Yeah, man. Got jinxed. I mean, let's get right into it, man. Uh, not too much on the NFL. Your boy uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, redoes his deal, saves the team about uh, she said taking about thirty-five million less. Uh, I know you guys are excited about that. About that. And then uh, now we're hearing about hearing about these uh, Adams rumors, uh, potential trade, man. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm. I'm not getting you know overly excited about it yet. I, I'd. Uh... It, it was interesting to see, you know, and it kind of, you know, all the, the dots are starting to, to kind of line up, um, you know, Nathaniel Hackett being in, in, in New York, uh, Rogers taking less money. Devante was in New York uh, last week or a couple of weeks ago, just hanging out with his, his boy, A-Rod. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I, I, you know, I, I don't, obviously it'd be, it would be awesome. But again, what's it, what's it going to take, right? Like, what are mm-hmm. we talking about? Uh, and it's another, you know, it's another big contract. So, and, and the Jets can handle it. They got a lot of young, younger players. Um, I'm sure, you know, again, the salary cap in the NFL is a little bit of a joke. So, they can, uh, they can work around that. But, you know, adding a guy like that is obviously uh, would would be huge, especially for a, a younger receiving core that they have. Oh yeah, um, I think if he does end up going there, that's uh, great for you guys. Give you guys a lot of firepower. Um, and put you along the lines of uh, like that Cincinnati offense where they got um, not necessarily three receivers, but two, um, you know, top receivers and then the running back. So, and with all those weapons he has, he's definitely going to have a a field day. So I I definitely wouldn't mind seeing that though. Yeah. That that might be a 52 uh, touchdown season by Rogers. So (laughs) that'd be something. And then uh, it wasn't really much else in the NFL. It was just uh, it's just getting ready for this uh, the season, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know, I think bunch bunch of bunch of injuries, you know, last week, and and you know they're still kind of coming out. Cooper Cup uh, looks like he's sidelined. Obviously, Burrow avoided uh, anything crazy, um, but yeah, he, uh, it's been a little quiet in the in the preseason here. Still waiting on to see where Dalvin Cook signs, um, but. Good, you know, just trying to make it out of the preseason healthy. We got we got the first game tomorrow night. 
Oh yeah, that, w- that would be a good signing too if you guys got cooked. So that'd be too much firepower, but I wouldn't be hating. And then uh, on to the NBA. Uh, not really too much here. Everything's pretty much chill in the NBA. Uh, besides uh, yeah, not really NBA stuff, but uh, ESPN let letting go some of these announcers that do the NBA games. Just want no more Mark Jackson and uh, your boy Van Gundy. Uh, they are here replacing them with uh, with Doris Burke and Doc Rivers. That's an odd combo. Might have to put uh the, those NBA games on mute when they on they announce them. Yeah, it, I thought it was I thought it was a weird combo too. Um, it's gonna be a lot of a, a lot of uh, high pitch talking between Doc and, uh, and and Doris Burke and get you know when they get excited. Yeah, I can't see I can't see Doc Rivers announcing like. I can't see him being uh, excited. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, you know, you, you know your, your girl uh, Doris Burke hates the Celtics, so she's gonna be uh, killing you guys uh, on the commentary. Yeah, I mean, used to it, especially when they're playing Philly. So I mean, we're gonna have to see how this uh, pans out. You know, ESPN still doing some reshuffling over there. I was hearing uh, Shannon Sharp supposed to be on this week for uh, Sports Center on uh, on First Take, but uh, I don't know oh, really? if it was this week, or this week or next week. So. I heard uh, something getting done over there. So interesting. I I did hear. Um, oh, uh, Shady McCoy, Lashawn McCoy. What over at uh, first take or? Yeah, yeah. Shady McCoy taking over that spot too. Um, that's interesting because he's still on. I think he's still signed to uh, Fox because he has that other show, The Speak. Uh, I think yeah. that's. Uh, so I wonder when that when that when that's up. Maybe he's waiting to that. Uh, that show is over before he hops over there. But I like him too, though, on the commentary. Uh, he, yeah. he, keep, he keeps it real, though, on some uh, on players. So, so he does. definitely looking forward to it. And then, uh, like I said, there wasn't much else in the NBA. And then uh, for not really much MLB. They had the trade deadline wrap-up. Uh, your boy Verlander goes back to the Astros, um, which uh, helps him out tremendously. Now they're pretty much favored to uh, win it all again, go back-to-back. They have a good record. I mean, one of those teams that are, are always in the playoffs, always making some kind of noise. So um, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how this plays out for them. Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was interesting watching um, the Mets kind of uh, sell everything off, um, you know, after, you know, making some big splashes in the offseason with Scherzer and Verlander and now they're both gone. And now they're saying they're looking to rebuild over the next couple of years. And I, I think – you know, I, I saw this article where they're 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 eyeing like 2029. It just seemed like a very odd comment. Um, you know, Steve Cohen was talking about how, you know, despite their, you know, losing, they're they're all having fun together. But and to me, it's about winning, and that's it. And they're not winning. And so, if I'm not winning, I'm not having fun. Uh, especially when you're paid to win baseball games. So I'm I'm not sure where this whole Steve Cohen thing is coming from. Yeah, I'm not sure how you're having fun if you're not winning. Um, yeah, losing is not fun. So, no. um, I think, like I said, I think it's gonna be interesting to see what 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 they do with these other pieces in the off season. Um, 2029 is pretty much as a far reach as far as a uh, time to rebuild. Um, especially a team that was uh, in the playoffs and in the playoff hunt. So, I feel like if they just had one or two adjustments, they would have been right back in it. But something mm-hmm. over there is not going right. So. I'm looking forward to seeing what comes out. Yeah. Yep. No. And then uh, outside of that, I mean, the Yankees didn't really do anything. 
um, I mean, which is a little upsetting. Um, there's still no Otani trade or deal, so uh, we're gonna have to wait to see how that plays out over the summer. And then, uh, I mean, the Orioles they went out there, they got another pitcher, so I mean, those one of the teams the Yankees are trying to catch up with, so uh, it's gonna hurt us, uh, you know, being the fact that we didn't really make any moves, so yeah, I, I um. I think the Yankees were stuck in that purgatory spot where, you know, they're not entirely out of it, but you also don't want to, so you don't want to sell off any players and, and, but also not really that close. So you don't want to spend a a bunch of prospects to to get a rental player. So, yeah, I I mean, I I feel like the Red Sox are probably in the the same spot. Um, Yeah. Like you said, the the Orioles went out and grabbed uh, Flaherty from, from St. Louis, uh, who's having a decent year. And and they're they're really surging. They're they're now in the the head of the AL East. Um, the Tampa Tampa behind them, right at their heels. So, um, yeah, I uh, you know I think the AL East is still probably head head and shoulders above every other division. But fortunately, when when you're in last place, there it doesn't get you anywhere. Um, yeah, definitely. Doesn't. So so uh, especially with the you know the Houston going out and getting Verlander and and. They're making a strong push at, at Texas. They, you know, Texas and them are, are one and two in the West. Uh, it's uh, it's gonna be tough for for the Red Sox, the Yankees to 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 make up ground there to to get into that those last couple of uh, wild card spots. Yeah, it definitely is, man. Hopefully they can do it and turn it around. But if not, it's gonna be a long season, man. For sure, and an even longer off season. Oh yeah, definitely is, man. Because the Yankees haven't been in the playoffs since uh, I feel like it's been forever, man. So we're gonna have to wait and see, man. Yep. There's no uh, PG- PGA is not up yet, right? <coughs> they're playing in. Um, they're actually playing in Greensboro, North Carolina. I believe it's the last regular season tournament before they get into the FedEx Cup playoffs. It's usually not a, a star-studded event. Um, but because there's a couple of uh, big names like Justin Thomas that are trying to get into the Ryder Cup and to get into the FedEx Cup playoffs, uh, there's a little more on the line this week. So you'll uh, you'll see, um, you know, some some uh, on the broadcast, probably some some very interested parties and in trying to get into that top 70 to start the playoffs next week in Chicago. Now, who are you liking in uh, this tournament? Oof, I you know, I uh, this is a tough one. Um, I I liked uh, Tom Kim. Uh, he was defending last from last year's uh, win, but he uh, pulled out with a, an ankle sprain. You know, I, I would say Justin Thomas is probably a a good one, but but he has played terribly this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matsuyama, I think, is playing this week. He's probably probably a good bet. Sung J M. Yeah, he's up there, but but people are fading him. Uh, Shane Lowry's not a bad bet at twenty-two to one. I, I think he's he's uh he's coming off a miscut um, at the British Open, so he'll be looking for probably some some retribution this week. But it's again, it's not it's not a very you know star-studded event um, because a lot of people are resting up for the FedEx Cup. Like I said, the guys there are fighting for fighting for cash. So it's definitely gonna be a, a interesting one to see if those other guys can uh, place place high to uh, secure that spot for the playoffs. So.
And then uh, it's that time again, ladies and gentlemen. We got another edition of JD's Bites and Brew. What you got for us? All right. So for tonight, kind of made a, a what you call it, an ad hoc uh, enchilada. I uh, was going to make some chicken enchiladas. Um, didn't realize I didn't have enough uh, corn tortillas. So uh, this will be an enchilada bake. Okay. So for the chicken, uh, just crock potted the chicken uh, in the morning, uh, low for eight hours, some chicken broth, salt, pepper. So let that get to a point where it was ready to be shredded. So once that was good to go in a pan, um, fried up some onions, threw some shredded chicken in there, uh, tomato sauce, chicken broth, oregano, salt, pepper, and that was ready for the filling. Uh, and then for the for the enchilada sauce, made a homemade enchilada sauce. So Chipotle, uh, peppers, and adobo sauce. Uh, just a little bit of that mixed with tomato sauce, uh, chicken broth, uh, chili powder, and salt pepper. Uh, mix that all up and then started making almost like a, a lasagna of enchiladas. So on the bottom, sauce, uh, put the corn tortillas uh, first okay. layer down, meat on top, cheese, and then sauce, and then another layer of corn tortilla. Sorry, yeah, corn tortilla, cheese, sauce, and then topped it off with uh, some little, add some little street taco flour tortillas. So put those on top um, with whatever enchilada sauce I had left and uh, topped that with cheese and baked it in the oven for about 25 minutes. Um, so the flour, the flour tortilla on top was a kind of a nice uh, uh, addition because it gave it a little crunch. And uh, yeah, uh, actually came out, came out pretty good. Healthier, healthy-ish version of uh, enchiladas. I mean, you can't go wrong with that, man. Um, I've seen that. You just, it just reminded me of something. I've seen something where they did uh, kind of like you know how they make lasagna, but instead of using the pasta, they use the tortillas. Is that is that more like what you did or no? Kind of, kind of, yeah. But you, you're saying like a regular lasagna with like meat sauce and ricotta and all that. Well, kind of. So, like, let's say. So let's say instead of the pasta, you use the tortillas, but then you use uh, taco, the taco meat, uh, like the taco flavor meat. And then um, mm-hmm. they use like a quesadilla cheese. Uh, oh, yeah. More, yeah, more yeah. So. Very, very similar. And then they cut very it into squares. Like, yep. like they baked it, then they cut it into squares. Yeah. So that definitely sounds good, man. And then uh, what you guys drink that down with? All right. So this is a beer from Palmetto uh, Brewing. Uh, they're out of Charleston, South Carolina. Um, one of the kind of, uh, I would say, original um, craft breweries uh, down down in that area. Uh, I think they opened in 1993, so they've been around for a while. Um, similar to, to Berkshire Brewing Company uh, in Deerfield. I know you're probably familiar with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say across the across their their across their kind of their lineup of beers, pretty solid. I, I would say anything jumps jumps out at you that is like gonna knock your socks off but but nothing is is bad um they're all pretty good so this was uh had the the peach pale ale obviously with with peaches in in the south especially down there uh as you get closer to georgia everyone loves their peaches so um peach pale ale comes in at five uh 5.4 percent you know uh very very citrusy uh you know peach not my most favorite flavor but mm-hmm. i think it, it it can be refreshing 
uh, when done right. And, and this one was done done very well. I thought it was uh, wasn't too fruity, wasn't too sweet. Um, still had kind of that uh, pale ale uh, kick on the on the back end. Um, I think they use yeah Simcoe and Amarillo hops, so still still a hoppy hoppy beer, but but throwing in that peach uh, uh, flavors is a little bit of a, a palate cleanser. Um, so again, thought thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna go out of my way to get it. Uh, okay. But if it's there, I'm not gonna turn it down either. So I I throw that at a solid uh, solid seven. It's not too shabby. No. What well, was the was the peach flavor more uh, like strong peach or was it like just like a I, didn't, I didn't get a strong peach, but I don't I to me I don't ever think peach is overpowering. Mm-hmm. Um, people that don't like peach can definitely. Like Michelle doesn't like peach, and she can taste it right away, and you know is not a fan. Okay. Um, to me, it's it's almost like it, it just kind of balances it a little bit, gives it a little bit of a free flavor, but it doesn't like take over where it p- feels like you're eating a peach. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. I gotcha. Yeah. So it's just not. Kinda, a... it, it balances that that hot profile a little bit. It, it kind of tones it tones it down a, a touch. Um, mm-hmm. you, you know, Amarillo. Uh, um, Typically is is a little bit of a stronger uh, hop, at, at least in, in my mind. Simcoe Amarillo, yeah, where it can kind of take over a beer, um, and I feel like that didn't happen. And I also felt like the peach didn't take over, so it was a good balance. Okay, yeah, that sounds a nice little blend. So yeah, and then um, that's JD's bites and brew, everybody. And then uh, this week for the BRRs, I mean, we just wrapped up our uh, our shows. Now we got to find a new batch, man. Um, <laughs> we had a cool summer wrap up. I mean, this show was okay, man. It's not not as good, great as the first season. And then, uh, like like we talked about it off air, and they dropped a lot of the police dropped the ball on a lot of stuff, man. So overall, I just thought it was okay, man. Yeah, I, I you know I felt like the ending was kind of lame, and I know they had the 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 big twist at the end where. What's her name, Isabel? Regardless, you know the fact that she like, you know, had the chance to save him and kind of just yeah, Isabel finished him off. I I didn't really care at that point. Like to me, he's already dead. Like you know, she showed up. She could have saved the day. Everyone knows she's kind of a little scummy. Um, I don't know. I that that I guess that didn't bother me as much. Uh, maybe I mean from a TV show perspective, obviously. Like if that's your last scene, and then that's the end of the show, it's kind of like, to me, it's kind of like pointless. I mean, he was dead. Everyone assumed he was dead. I don't, I don't know what you gain out of that. You know what I mean? If you're, unless you're going to continue the show, which they're not going to do. I, I would assume they're not going to do. If they do, and they they bring you know Isabel to, you know, they do another one, then fine, I, I'm good with that. But otherwise, it was kind of a, a wasted, a wasted line. Yeah, man, it just wasn't uh I mean, it's pretty much. I felt like it was over after uh, the the brother confessed um, yeah. that that he right. had killed him. So, I mean, it, it was just like, oh, uh, okay. So actually, she did it, but she's already long gone on a plane to right. somewhere else. Yeah. Homegirls, homegirls sitting there crying because her best friend uh, killed her boyfriend and actually slept with her boyfriend, but um. It made it seem like she was going to go find her, get her back, as she was, like, gathering herself towards the end. But right. it was just, like, uh, it was kind of pointless at that point. Like, exactly. Because it's not like they're going to go into another season where we're going to see her try to get her back. 
unless they do that because it looks like mo- most it looks like mo- what they're doing is just going to a whole new stories uh for each season so yeah but yeah that was my thought exactly they could have they could have ended it without that it was interesting though like that last scene where they're they're showing the the camera like mm-hmm. i feel like if you're any sort of a good cop detective any anyone really uh, i mean other than the dad who was obviously just trying to hide things you stand on that dock and you kind of just look around right you're, you're trying to gather a lay of the land poking around maybe go to uh, i'm assuming it was the neighbor's camera the guy the yeah. recluse guy like go to him be like hey i know you have a bunch of cameras on your property where are they and do you have a view of of this dock right like I don't know, just like common sense stuff that that uh, they, you know, Detective One Hundred and One, where they just whiffed. Yeah, they definitely don't watch First Forty Eight, man. Because um, no. that's what the First Forty Eight—they looking for all the cameras first. Uh, they're talking to all the neighbors, but it just seems like they missed it, man. Because I, I mean, that would have solved that damn thing, the whole show from the beginning. Oh, but yep. But then you don't um, have a show. Yeah, and then like I said, they didn't even get any of the footprints. So like. Normally on the beach, she was stuck, like where she was is like it's gonna leave a footprint where the body was. Yeah, especially with, especially with her, her heel or whatever she was wearing like heel. Yeah, so like the cor- yeah. the the uh was it another corner the uh yeah maybe it's like other little corners or examiners when they examine the dead body they'll see the pressure from the head. Um, oh, yeah. So I mean I was I felt like a lot of stuff was uh, missed and overlooked. So but. Overall, it was all right, show. Um, yeah. Not better than the first, but something you can check out if you have time. So then we had our, then we had the crowded room. I finished that. Mm-hmm. I was a little confused at the end because the, uh, I thought that was a new personality, the one that, uh, I remember after you tried to kill yourself and then um, there was the one in the cage, but come to find out that was, uh, that was the same one. But the thing is, is that he is really the, the, um, uh, what's the guy's name? Um, Adam. Yeah, he's really Adam. So yeah, I think that was the whole point was that you know Jack Jack locked him, locked Danny, the regular guy, right? Locked mm-hmm. Danny away. Didn't didn't feel like he could handle it. And then when the, what they try to do is basically pull Adam or let Danny know that Adam is Danny, right? That he doesn't have a brother. He, yep. he used that as a defense mechanism. And I think once that they once he kind of realized what was going on, he was like, oh, yeah, this guy was not raping Adam. He was raping me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but overall, it was a, it was a good show, man. Um, I'm interested to see. I know there's a, I heard there's a documentary about it uh, based off that guy. So, oh, really? um, yeah, I might check that out. I think it was on Netflix or something. Definitely might check that out uh, to see how it is, to see if there was like other stuff in the doc that they didn't uh, show on the show. Um, but overall, it's a good show, man. Um, Apple's doing this thing, man, so I can't complain. Yeah. And then uh, the other Apple show, Hijack, that finished up. Another good show. <laughs> mm-hmm. We figured out that they, what they were doing with the plane uh, wasn't about the the uh, letting those guys out, but they, you know, I figured that's what the, the, that was the big play. I'm doing something with the stock market so they can cash out. I didn't. And I didn't see that coming. I, I I figured that was because um, after they got out, there was there was no reason for them to uh to like uh you know keep the hostages on the plane, and then uh homeboy I guess the the bald dude was not the leader because they shot his ass. Uh, yeah. I thought that was kind of funny. But overall, I'm I'm interested to see if w- what direction they're going with this show. If it's like 
more like uh, another hijacking, and then they bring in Idris Elba for like assistance, or if it's a whole new situation, uh, like a different type of hijack. So, mm-hmm. uh, but overall, it was a good show, man. Yeah, I, I thought it was it was pretty well done. I did I did kind of like the end where he had to go back in and the guy was still in there. Um, I thought the guy would put up more of a fight. And, uh, right, right. I thought uh, that, I thought that I thought that would have been a bigger uh, like battle scene. I, I I thought so too. I didn't I didn't really care much for the you know how cool and collected that woman who shot the pilot was. Yeah. Like because you know she wasn't really she wasn't really part of that crew. She was kind of being blackmailed or extorted into doing that, and she was like the way that she kind of like stormed up to the the cockpit and in retrospect, like I'd have been nervous as hell. Right? Yeah, but like, but they said she was a uh, like a former naval naval uh, air force or something. Um, so I'm sure she has some yeah, experience with. Yeah, uh, I just felt like it was like kind of crazy how how she just stormed right up there. Yeah, but then there was another girl in, on the plane who uh, like didn't do anything. Cause remember when uh, remember when the the um, doctor's wife were trying to hand the lady the. Uh, the like uh the the coconut water that had the writing on it and she wouldn't take it. Mm-hmm. I think that lady was in on it too, but she didn't do anything because remember also when um like they were they, they all got their phones back and they're calling their families. She's like, oh, yeah, I don't have any call. call. Yeah, so uh, I felt like she was in on it too, but she didn't do anything. So it was definitely a good show, man. I think I would give it like a seven point five, seven point something. Like high yeah. seven point something, not fair. not necessarily an eight, but overall it's a good show, man. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. And then uh, I checked out uh, there's another show, Special Ops, Lioness, that's on Paramount Plus. Pretty much about uh, the Special Ops team that uh, they're trying to catch uh, some uh, like terrorists, so to say. And then uh, they get this girl who's you know stumbles across the, she gets in a bad situation, ends up joining the. Uh, the army, uh, they end up recruiting her to CIA, and uh, she's helping them, uh, like find out, like catch some kind of terrorist. So, it's only like only got three episodes out on Paramount Plus. Uh, so far, so good. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the direction the show goes in. Hopefully, uh, it's good. We've got a few uh, big names in there. So Nicole Kim is in there. Homegirl from uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I forgot her name. Um, the one that played uh, Avatar. Um, I can't remember. I can't remember her name. It all comes to me. Uh, they got a few people in there, man. So definitely looking forward to seeing how it plays out. And then uh, outside of that, I mean, there's not really much else, man. We got winning time coming back this week. I'm um, definitely looking forward to that. I know uh, you're gonna be hyped for your boy Larry Bird to be cooking on there. <laughs> so um, yeah, we got we got um, Lincoln Lawyer second half coming back uh, tomorrow. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, you gotta, uh, I, I don't know. Yes. I, I don't know if you. I don't know if you've watched uh, City on Fire on Apple. Um, no, I haven't uh, seen that. What's that about? That's good. It's worth a watch. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically about um, this girl gets shot in uh, Central Park and trying to figure out, you know, who did it. And then basically, there's just this. There's been a lot of, you know, fires. In, it's it's a uh, it, this whole kind of story develops uh, around this. Uh, after this girl gets shot around, you know, what's going on with this. There's a, there's a rich family and things going on there with the, with the dad. And it's, it's just all kind of woven into this story about this girl getting shot in central park. 
uh, on, uh, on July fourth. Yeah, it's it's I, I it's definitely worth a worth a watch. I think it's only oh, it might be ten episodes, but it's a uh, it's it's a quick watch. Um, very well done. I don't think I don't didn't recognize any of the act, actors actresses, but uh, um, uh, one of the one guy is he actually and I, I recognize. But other than that, um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really well done. It's a little slow to start, but by episode three, I think uh, you'll be hooked on it. Plus, it's in New York, so I know you love that. Definitely have to get it a watch because uh, that show kind of sounds like full circle. Um, yeah, it's it's honestly it's like I got them mixed up a couple times. It's it's, it's kind of similar. Oh, I'll definitely check it out because I finished full full circle too. It was uh, it was alright. The ending was kind of like uh, not not too uh, uh, it wasn't like a bang ending. It was just like kind of a little let down. So, but overall, it was alright. So, um, pretty much about a botched uh kidnapping. Uh, but the kidnapping is uh the reason why the kidnap kidnapping was uh planned was due to uh some past stuff and out throughout the show you figure out what that past stuff was involving uh, two different families. So definitely wasn't a, wasn't a bad watch. So, and it's only like six episodes. So I'll definitely have to check that out. So you know, fire. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, really, really wasn't much else, man. You had your boy, uh, Fez pass away, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, I don't know if he was one of those people where the art imitates his life. Like he, he did such a good job on the show. You wonder if, uh, who he was on the show was actually, uh, like part of uh, like that was part of his life. Um, like you said, sad man. Um, you know, pr- prayers and condolences out to the family. I wonder what direction the the show is going to go into, or if we're even going to get another show, um, another season I mean, of uh, Euphoria. So I would say, I mean, for the show, I mean, they could easily just kind of toss him in jail, and and that's his. You know, that's it, right? I mean, he was headed that way. Uh, obviously um they could it, it was a it was this good storyline and you know again sad sad for uh for uh fez um but i think that the show has definitely has some options with where he was going yeah but i feel like he, his story like his character was uh him and the little brother were like kind of like the the strong secondary uh story oh yeah the, oh for sure so this is, i wonder what direction they're going to go into and then as far as the best friend, her best, her former best friend was, uh, you know, kind of like falling in love with him. So, you know, wonder if they write her off or they keep her in it or just to see what direction they go into. So, yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, see what happens. Because yeah, was this, was this their senior year or no? I don't remember. It's been so long since I watched it. Yeah, I hate when shows go like on the two year hiatus. You know, it makes it difficult to kind of like remember where we where we were. Yeah, man. So you just have to give it a rewatch if uh, they bring it back. But other than that, man, it really wasn't much else, man. That's all I got. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time. Till next time, Rich. I want to thank y'all for rocking out here on the Sports Sidebar Podcast. Give y'all something to ride out on. <laughs>